Friday, Mackie. Happening in uh, in the weird news today. Portland, Oregon, the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Oregon say a deputy clocked a driver going 176 miles an hour on Holy I-5 cow. on Wednesday morning. What's this guy driving? Right. A BMW M3. Oh, ho. When the car was the car pulled over on the freeway in uh, uh, Tulatin at Nyberg Street, deputies blocked it and arrested the driver, nineteen-year-old oh, Milo Schneider. Told deputies he'd actually reached one hundred eighty-three miles. Per <laughs> oh, hour. so he said, "Yeah, well, I didn't. That's not the top out. Uh, I actually hit one eighty-three. We got you at one seventy-six, sir. <laughs> one one seventy-six. That's nothing. I was doing 183 a couple miles back. Yeah. Driving a BMW M3, Schneider charged with reckless driving. Could face thousands of dollars in fines. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's rolling down the highway. Just wanted to see what it could do, evidently. Yeah. 183? NASCAR, man. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That is crazy. Okay. Um... An unnamed candidate found himself torn when he was asked to take two entrance exams for two jobs on the same day. Instead of asking to postpone an exam, he had his twin brother take one of them for him. He thought, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to take both of these exams on the same day. The South Korean candidate applied to work at the Bank of Korea and the Financial Supervisory Service and asked his uh, twin to take the FSS exam. Okay. But I'm busy with this Bank of Korea interview. Yeah. You take care of the interview for the Financial Supervisory Service. Right. He actually landed the Bank of Korea job all on his own, but he's still being investigated for the scheme. Yeah. People maybe that hired him at the Bank of Korea don't really appreciate the thought that he's trying to cheat to prevent cheating. The Bank of Korea is considering working with other organizations who hold entrance exams. So they, you know, trade information maybe, huh? What a deal. Well, when you got a twin brother, Mackie, you got to take advantage of it sometimes. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. What do you mean you won't take it? What good are you? <laughs> <clears throat> Some brother of mine. A U.S. professor is attempting to fail all his students after accusing them of using chat GPT software to cheat. Jared Mom of Texas A&M University Commerce uh, sent an email to the students in his animal science class Monday saying he ran assignments through the chat GPT twice to conclude that they had cheated. Oh, man. So, yeah, he ran his own assignment through and then compared notes. Yeah, this despite the fact that this despite the fact ChatGPT, a natural language processing tool driven by AI technology, cannot be used to detect AI-generated writing. Seems odd. It seems, yeah, that yeah. does seem odd. The school says in a statement that mom is working with students regarding their last assignments and have some re- and, and some have received a temporary incomplete while it's determined whether they used AI or not. Yeah. Well, subjective maybe a little bit on the uh, professor's part, but if there's that much that's just exactly the same in the assignment language, I mean, yeah, that's pretty tough to judge, I suppose. 
some healthy competition in business is very common in all industries, Mackie. You know, it's that, uh, you know, get one up on the other guy and see what you got going and do business and try to win, right? You just wouldn't expect it in the bounce house rental business. Not usually, you wouldn't think. You don't think that's a really a cutthroat industry, usually. The owner of a party rental company in Melbourne, Australia, though, has was arrested and charged with arson after he allegedly set fire to his competitors' bounce houses. James Balcomi, he, uh, owner, he's the owner of Awesome Party Hire, saw his business move into the number one spot on Google after an unfortunate series of mysterious fires destroyed his competitors' inventory. <laughs> uh, realizing that he was the only one in business, as far as the bounce house business, that hadn't been targeted. And uh, some maybe would be suspecting him of arson. Right. He then hired somebody to set fire to one of his own storage facilities. <laughs> okay. And police arrested a man named Craig Anderson for starting the fire, and then he snitched on Balcomi, telling investigators that he paid him $2,000 to start the fire. <laughs> no, this dude, he you know he wanted me to burn his stuff. Uh, Anderson sentenced to eight years in jail. That's the guy that set the fire. And uh, Balcomi, uh, he uh, he received a sentence of up to 11 years in jail because he had been burning other people's stuff. Right. Smooth move. Wow. That is cut. Mackie, it's happening as far as the uh, weird news goes today. America's first strippers' union is now official. We had this last week that they were trying to unionize. The owners of the North Hollywood Topless Bar in California, where the union vote occurred, is withdrawing opposition. The National Labor Relations Board certified the vote by the dancers last week. Performers at the Star Garden Topless Dive Bar (laughs) now belong to the Actors' Equity Association which represents 51,000 stage workers. More than a dozen of dancers at the bar picketed outside the club last year to protest what they called unsafe working conditions. They claimed they were not adequately protected from threatening and abusive behavior by bar patrons, which I assume could happen at the Garden Topless Dive Bar. Uh, Especially when you put dive bar in the, in the name of your business. Right. Might might not have helped him in this court situation. <laughs> or in the... Uh, the owners, yeah. Uh, yeah, the as far as, you know, the organization of the Teamsters or whatever they're bo- involved with there. Uh, Diner charged $7,000 for stealing from buffet is the title on this uh, particular news story we get this morning. Uh, a diner in China been accused of sneaking expensive shrimp, salmon, and goose liver into her purse. Okay. She allegedly only paid for $156 worth of food. Number one, I think in my mind, that's a pretty expensive buffet. That's a lot of food, yeah, (laughs) $156. But evidently she, you know, paid for that but uh, made off with uh, $6,500 worth of food by just scooping a little extra into her purse. The restaurant is suing her for taking advantage of the buffet. This isn't the first time all-you-can-eat buffets have uh, uh, banned certain diners. In Germany, a triathlete was banned for eating more than 18 pounds of sushi in one sitting. Wow. I, I don't really remember that story. 
but they've got it here. In a buffet, carryout uh, is typically prohibited. You're not supposed to be carrying out. It's just right. all you can eat while yeah. you're there, right? Yeah. Whatever you eat, you need to eat, is at the buffet, and that's it. Uh, of course, it always brings to mind the classic John Panette, uh, Panette uh, Chinese buffet story that he always told. Why you here for hour? You not come here anymore. <laughs> there you go. Panette. <laughs> classic stuff there. Panette was the bigger man for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was carrying a few. <laughs> An employee at a Florida dollar store is being sentenced to four years behind bars for adding bleach to a co-worker's Pepsi. Jeez. No kidding. Jerome Ellis, wow. who worked at the store in Dillon, Florida, was caught on surveillance tape pouring the bleach. The 48-year-old janitor told cops he was mad at his co-worker for brushing up against him. <laughs> Thankfully, the co-worker is okay. That's good. Wow. Well, how okay? I mean... It- yeah. Gonna, had to have been some burning of the esophagus or whatever going on there. Wow. That's yeah. scary. Depend on how, how much was mixed in, I guess. Hopefully. It says he's okay, so that's good. After three years of wearing masks, pandemic, etc. Yeah. Some people have forgotten how to smile, Mackie, without looking awkward, evidently. It says here, <laughs> uh, reported by Oddity Central. Smiling educators now in Japan specialize in helping students show off their pearly whites again. They have to be taught how to smile? Yeah. I've heard from people who say that even if they're able to remove their masks, they don't want to show the bottom half of their face or that they don't know how to smile anymore, said smile trainer Miho Katano. Katano says training yourself to smile is just like exercising every other body part. Okay. Smiling classes include stretching exercises. <laughs> so it's like, how how big can you make your smile? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's uh, how else is the uh, stretching exercises going. So include stretching sessions, observing oneself in a mirror, and flexing facial muscles. All part of the routine now. Learn how to smile all over again, though. Right. People driving. Mask mandates are gone. Cars right now, because I did it, so I'm thinking some other people are too. You hear that story and just go, "Mm." forcing a smile Mm. on. Kind of stretch (laughs) the face out a little. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. What do you have in the weird news? Anheuser Busch is buying back uh, cases of expired Bud Light from wholesalers after the Dylan Mulvaney controversy. The beer went unsold after the Brewers Marketing Partnership. With the transgender influencer, a pair of Instagram posts by Mulvaney sparked a mix of online backlash, causing a dip in Bud Light sales. The brewer said it's planning on branding a branding revamp that will focus on all-American themes like football and country music. <laughs> yeah, football pretty much can't miss. Uh, gosh, when you think back on the Bud Light advertising campaigns over the years, they've been so great. What's up? Those guys right. just come to the door. Yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, been a lot of them. Uh, some weird news for you on the reptile side of things. Reptiles. I guess, yeah. uh, Generally don't care for reptiles. If it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. It doesn't even apply here. What if it's green, scaly, hissing? How about that? 
58-year-old Florida man walked into his bathroom, was shocked to find an enormous iguana lounging in the toilet. Just hanging out here, taking a little nap. A little cool water. Cool me down. It was clear that it didn't want to be bothered either because the monster lizard looked at him and hissed. John Riddle says, walked in my bathroom, found Godzilla in my toilet. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't seem all that pleased and started splashing and hissing at me. Uh, Riddle slowly backed away, grabbed a net that he uses to clean his pool. He scooped up the lizard and got it out of his house. He says that he believes the iguana crawled in through the dog door. Ah. Says he will not be leaving that open anymore. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Good plan. You never know what's going to come in through that pet door. That's the problem with pet doors. Like any other door in the house, you should maybe (laughs) lock it up when it's... Mm Mm-hmm. When everybody's inside. If it's Bowser's time to go out, you maybe press a button and it opens up for him or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) You can kind of see when he says Godzilla there, you know, the old uh, really bad Godzilla movies where the, the, you know, the sound was so off. A little off, yeah. Godzilla. You can kind of see the. Lips are moving. Lip moving in the bathroom. And then the scream comes Godzilla after the fact. Godzilla in the toilet. Little fake flame coming out of Godzilla's mouth. <laughs> Orange County, Orange County, California is home of the angriest airport in the United States. Nice ratings. I see we got number one in potholes listening to your news. Yeah. Minnesota. We're number one. We're number one. Well, people at the John Wayne Airport in Orange County are mad about something. According to the new rankings... John Wayne Airport is the angriest airport in the country. (laughs) Rankings based on an analysis of Twitter activity. Nearly two-thirds of tweets directed at John Wayne Airport categorized as angry. Wow. Many of the complaints about flight delays, the uh, the airport being too noisy, and problems with the TSA. It's the smaller airport, and LAX is much larger. Oh, man. I've flown into John Wayne. It was way better than LAX, I thought, just because of crowd size. You're not fighting the crowd. Yeah. I guess I should have sent out a Twitter. A tweet. <laughs> a tweet. Yeah. I'm ticked. I've got to land my... i got to get on this plane here. Yeah, I, mean, I should have sent out a good one. It's way better than LAX. can actually move around. A Florida man was arrested last week for being a felon in possession of a firearm, but it's his current profession that is most troubling here. Wyatt Henderson, armed security guard at a local school. In fact, he's the head of security and openly carries a weapon as he patrols the building. The Lee County Sheriff's Office was tipped off by a private investigator that he uh, who was hired by someone who had concerns about this Henderson fellow. Okay. The 64-year-old is a former law enforcement officer who was arrested and convicted 20 years ago for pistol-whipping a teenager during a drug bust. He ended up serving more than two years in prison in this particular case. Deputies visited Henderson at the school and arrested him after finding him in possession of a gun loaded with 23 rounds. He told them... He uh, obtained a Class D security license through the state and believed that that made it legal for him to carry the weapon. But police also obtained his application for the license and discovered that he lied when asked if he is a convicted felon. 
I'm not going to check that box. It's uh, That was a long time ago. Yeah, I didn't see that one. He's due in court next month now that they've picked him up off the job at his security position at the school or is he legally carrying a weapon. Right. Not too cool. What's in the weird news today, Mac? Kind of weird and tragic news this morning in a couple of spots. Oh? Louisville man is accused of shooting his roommate over food on Sunday. Really? Police have arrested 64-year-old Clifton Williams, who they say shot his roommate after he ate the last Hot Pocket. Boy. Officials believe Williams started throwing tiles at him before getting a gun and shooting him. Oh, my. The roommate was taken to the hospital with injuries described as non-life-threatening. Williams has been charged with assault. Yeah, I should say. This guy is maybe a little unhinged to begin with, huh? He's maybe a construction dude if he's got tiles sitting around that he's able to throw at him. Or getting some work done in the house, maybe. Maybe. Slinging tiles and then going to get the gun. This isn't working. (laughs) Wow. Can kind of hear the Gaffigan comedy bit. Hot pockets. Yeah. You hate to think that maybe this is like the last food that this guy has and his his roommate just ate it and I have no money. You just ate my last meal, buddy. Yeah. You're paying me for that. <laughs> I'm going to take it out of your hide. Yeah. That type of conversation maybe yeah. was part of it. Well, to say that seagulls in the U.K. are flying high would be an understatement, I guess, Mackie. Yeah. Brits... Some of these Brits living in coastal towns say that they're being attacked by dive-bombing seagulls that are high on drugs, particularly a synthetic marijuana known as spice, which is described as being more potent than regular cannabis. Okay. And people have reported birds swooping down and stealing a joint right out of their hands. Sometimes the birds snatch up uh, so much they get a big bite. So much that they go crazy and ultimately collapse. One person said that a a seagull and spice, not a good combo. That was one of the comments. Azad, who's another former user of the drug from Leeds, made the comment, according to uh, the outlet, that it it turns them into psycho gulls. Psycho gulls. Psycho gulls. That might, uh, you know, be right there with Sharknado pretty soon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. A new episode of Sharknado with the Psycho Gulls. It's a nice addition to the cast. Right. <laughs> uh, glad I'm not living in Britain coastal towns right now, though. Because I don't really like seagulls to begin with because they're just they're rats with wings. They're yes, out they are. eating garbage all the time. And then, you know... You think they look beautiful until you see them eat something that's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> but then if they're going crazy, too, if they're psycho gulls, that could be really nasty. Right. They're pest, pest, pests enough when they're just not loaded. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> California yep. father is dead after being hit by a car. Ooh. Oh, man. He was helping a family of ducks across the road. Oh, really? Incident took place in front of horrified onlookers in Rockland, California, 25 miles from Sacramento. Police investigating the fatal accident. The man's identity has not been revealed yet. 
17-year-old girl who allegedly struck the man is cooperating with authorities. She's not currently facing any charges. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You can kind of see it in your mind almost if he's kind of squatting down, scooting the ducks along. Maybe he's behind his car and yeah, steps, comes, steps out into traffic. Or, yeah, nobody knows that he's there or whatever's yeah. going on. Yikes. That's terrible. A uh, Southern California mother lost an engagement ring when her child flushed the piece of jewelry down the toilet. This is a good news deal, though, because uh, John and Yana Glass were unable to recover the ring, and plumbers said that they were unable to dislodge it without causing damage to the home. Now, nearly 14 months later, the ring turned up 400 feet away from the Glass home during routine sewer maintenance. So the guys are down in the uh, sewer pipes and yeah. out in the street or whatever they're doing. And Chino Hills Public Works worker Tony Ocha remembered the couple had lost their ring the previous year. Evidently was in the news or something. Sure. Was uh, thoroughly cleaned and returned to the couple. I am so grateful to the guys for remembering about us, said Yana Glass. That is good. That's yeah. cool. Kind of romantic. <laughs> Mackie? What is happening in the weird news today? All right, a man who shot a bear in eastern Oregon was attacked by the same bear. Oh, boy. Greg Langford of LaGrande, Oregon, shot the bear when it was harassing his chickens. Harassing, not just harassing. Harassing, yeah. It's out there calling them names. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> thinking he wants to eat the chickens personally. Right, yeah. I don't, it's a little more than harassment, maybe. <laughs> The next day, he searched for the bear and found it on his property and shot it again. Then the bear attacked him. Oh, boy. Oregon State Police located the bear later and killed it. Langford suffered injuries to his arms and head. Oh, man. He's expected to recover. The Oregon Department of Fish and Game is aware of at least three other incidents where bears have attacked hunters who shot but didn't kill them. Not a none big enough the, gun. Yeah, none of the attacks was fatal on the, on the humans. Yikes. Wow. Better know what you're doing, I guess. Either that or call an expert. A Rhode Island dentist had everything a dentist needs. The chair, the drill, the Novocaine. She just didn't have a license to practice dentistry. <laughs> and now she's got some very serious charges. Wow. 57-year-old Altagracia Yorkus Adams. Arrested. After investigators caught her running an illegal dental practice in the basement of her home, a 36-year-old woman had uh, gone to her complaining of pain in one of her molars and her front teeth. She was referred by a friend who had sent her there because she was told that Adams charged way less than other dentists. You need yeah. to go over here. Sure, she operates out of her house. It's no big deal. The patient told police that she was immediately skeptical of the practice and saw Adams taking dental tools out of a dresser drawer, including some that looked rusty. <laughs> Here's the real kicker. But she still believed the practice was, was legitimate and allowed Adams to continue. Wow. Wow. The patient says that Adams numbed her molar and pulled it out, she then drilled her two front teeth. Later on that night, the patient said that the pain got worse. She texted Adams, who advised her to take some painkillers and ice her teeth. When nothing seemed to work, she got worried, 
went to the hospital where doctors put her on an IV, told her she had a severe infection. The Department of Health was informed about Adams and law enforcement searched her home. She was arrested and charged with practicing dentistry without a license. Ooh, man. Man. You either have to have a lot of guts or you got to be just sadistic to be right. be that person that will just say, you know what, I'm going to drill on this person's teeth and I'm going to enjoy it. Right. Does that hurt at all? <laughs> Man, that is sick. Uh, Rhode Island making a move on the weird news, I guess. I got a Rhode Island man is being charged with first-degree murder in connection with the murder of his landlord. Oh, my goodness. Jacob Morrill was facing eviction, was arrested earlier this week, and charged with the murder of Zhu Feng Wu. Wu went missing on Monday uh, after leaving to check on the property where Morrill was living. Body was later found wrapped in a tarp in a wooded area. Uh, that day, he, the discovery was made after Morrill had called police to confess to the killing. Wu had an eviction hearing in court scheduled for the day of his murder, and Morrill is being held without bail. Well, yeah. Good grief. <laughs>